also read that article where it was like, it's so hard to find pompous grass now. Did you read that? No. Oh, is that a thing? Yeah. Like, in like the wild pompous grass or... No, like... It's, like in the stores pompous grass? Yeah, like buying pompous oh. grass. Because it was saying like towards the end of the pandemic, like end of 2020, oh. 2021, uh-huh. like it was like the major like... um style thing to like have in your house like a vase with like pompous grass I, like poofies i do i do know that like all over pinterest yeah that was that was the vibe and it was like it's so hard to find now like the pompous grass fad i didn't realize we were in a pompous grass shortage but yeah and so that's i think that's why i was like oh pompous like oh, oh look it's in the wild <laughs> well see so you had more of a reason to be like alarmed by it. i was over there being like look grass <laughs> Fluffy grass. Look, I know a grass. <laughs> Silly. I know a grass type. <laughs> the only one I know. Besides the kind that grows in my lawn, which... What I kind of know. grass is it? Uh, green. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> You're acting like you know I, the type of grass. <laughs> I bought it from Ace. It was like shady loving seed grass. I don't know. <laughs> you know what? I was just thinking about this because I have to, we have to reseed the lawn like roughly once a year because, you know, the dogs kind of tear it up. And uh-huh. I, every time that I go to buy seeds for grass, I don't think I ever buy the same bag of seeds. Like, I think we just have, like, 20 different kinds of grass. I love it. Fighting for their lives. <laughs> you just battle royale of yeah, grass. Yep, grass wars. <laughs> Sorry. You're just, like, out, I just imagine I you, like, just, out here being like, come on, fucking I, fight. It just, as I get older, I'm like, I should probably be more invested in, you know, like, my house and my property and, like, this kind of stuff. And I'm over here just, like, mixing and matching the grass in my backyard. I'm like, I feel like... Grass all, don't matter. Well, I, to me, it doesn't. But I feel like all the American dads with their oh. lawns, especially, shout out Evan, um, with his <laughs> per- perfect lawn. Uh, I feel like I'm going to get yelled at because I, yeah, my lawn is just... You know, my dream lawn is a clover. <gasps> I love clover. I love clover. I love it on my toesies. I oh. love looking at it. It's a it's a good, um, it's, what do you call that? I, like, fi- not filler, but there's like a word for it. Like cover? Like yeah, ground cover. Ground cover. Mm-hmm. I just love it. It's yeah. so beautiful and it's what, like very heat resistant. And when mm. it grows the little clover flowers, like honeybees. Oh, the bees love them. Love it. And I love watching honeybees. Yeah. They're just... Sometimes I'll just sit outside and watch them on my catnip, like the honeybees on my catnip. Oh, on your cat. Gotcha. I thought you were saying like you would watch honeybees while after you've ingested catnip. Oh, yeah. Don't you do that? (laughs) You don't eat catnip? I mean, you don't sit there with a cat and you're like both just like rolling in it like. "Ah." (laughs) I mean, you are the cat owner here. So what more can I expect from you? (laughs) No, that plant that's right outside our back door is catnip. Is catnip. I see. I understand now. And they fly on it, and I sit and I watch the bees you observe. on the catnip. I understand. Honey bees are funny. Um, anywho. <laughs> we'll get there eventually. What's the rush? <laughs> Welcome to the Tiny Shed Book Club, where we host a book club that's for people who don't actually want to go to a book club. Kind of forgot our tagline for a second there. I was wondering where that <laughs> sentence was going to go. <laughs> it was small panic moment where I was like <laughs> you looked at me and I was like I don't know how to finish that sentence to you you say that one are you, are you gonna are, are we <laughs> um and this is as you can't if you can't tell this is a tangent episode <laughs> I mean by now you'd think you'd know. you know I mean the title of the episode probably says tangent in there 
And they're like, mm, I don't know. Maybe it's not a tangent. Maybe it's a surprise. Um, and I'm Tia. And why do I like reading horror in January? Okay, this is weird because Aaron and I were like trying to watch a movie the other night and he kept suggesting horror movies. And I was like, it's not, I, I couldn't do it. I was like, oh, really? I was like, babe, it ain't spooky season. I'm not doing it. <laughs> it's not spoops. I can't do that. So you, you're having like some horror. And I've realized the last three years, January really? has been like full of like, that's the vibe I'm going for is Weird. horror. And I don't know. I need a psychologist. Maybe because to- it's like really dark, like all the oh. time. And like that, you associate that with like winter time. And- yeah. And like. Since okay. it's so dark out, like a book reflecting that kind of like dark, moody sort of like. Rant. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. So, yeah, January is my horror time. I love reading horror at the beginning of the year. <laughs> Interesting. Now I need to go back and see if there's any like trends in like what I read like Ooh, over, the, over year. the year. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, I kind of want to start tracking that now. Okay. Let's do it. All right. We're going to say it and we're never going to do it or I won't. Um, I'll probably forget. I'm going to try. Today. I'm going to try my hardest. Uh, and I'm Chandler, and I've realized that my toxic book trait is that I'll I'll read a book, uh-huh. and I pretty much immediately forget everything that's <laughs> happened. I even forget if I like the book or not. <laughs> it is it is why I think it was last year one of my goals with reading was to like immediately write a Goodreads oh, review, mm-hmm. like rate it and write a review because I I was struggling. People would be like, "Oh, I saw that you read this book. Like, what did you think of it?" I'd be like, "I." thought it was a book i don't yeah no um so if i write it down i have a better idea and i can go back and look at it but i seriously if you asked me anything about a book i read like prior to a month ago i'd be like yeah i don't remember what happened in that book really I, my brain deletes it it's just done movies too <laughs> movies really? too yeah just your friends like i don't need that information <laughs> yeah aaron will always be like hey remember that one time we saw like this movie and i'll be like no it was the movie that like had this actor and they did this thing and this was the adventure or whatever. I'd be like, no, still don't remember. I don't know no. what it is. I just, <laughs> this is why you can't take me to trivia because I don't know any movies or remember anything from books. So now I want to take you to trivia and just watch you like crush it and just be like, somehow that's what like your brain's like, no. Yeah. I don't know what kind of trivia I'd be good at. I'm horrible at it. I'm horrible at trivia. Yeah. And everyone's like, you'd be so good at trivia. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Because huh. my type of trivia okay. is where shit nobody needs to know. Oh, it. well, I could see that. Yeah. yeah. Like I have, like there's trivia. So it's like common knowledge. Mm-hmm. And then like, trivia knowledge mm-hmm. and then pa- past that a ways away away keep going keep for a going while. for a while and then there's my sect of information which is like in the desert why the fuck do you have that like why does that get <laughs> to keep space up here okay you say all this but i also feel like you might become a person who's good at football trivia Oh, because you are getting into the footballs. Yes. And, and you literally watched a football documentary. You told I me fucking love it about I've a wa- team that you don't even it's not even a team that you're like, yay, that team. Yeah, I'm watching. It's the hard knocks this, with the, the dolphins. dolphins. Yeah. yeah. So I fucking love it. I could totally see. And like I a cried year. the other night. Oh, you did? I did. Wait, at the documentary? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. It was, oh, it was last night. Uh, mm. <laughs> wow. Why does that feel so, so long ago? ago? Oh, brain adhd brain is moving really quick um yes yes 
sports knowledge is yeah. fun because mm-hmm. it's hyper fixating and it's just like uh, listing out fat. Like it's uh-huh. like why I like history. You can just be like in 1917 they did this in this battle and then they moved on to this thing and it's very like I get to like logic like kind of yeah. like yeah whoa weird it's, I love that kind of memorization huh. because that's how my brain works yeah. so like I love I love history for many reasons but one of them is because like that it fits well in the way that your brain thinks yeah and so sports totally. things like that like oh they did this and like this was their stats and then they did this and these things and they have this many blah blah blahs and huh. but last night um because Rob was with the boys yeah um I watched the most recent hard knocks episode and that's just a fantastic done documentary like (laughs) i knew nothing about how professional footballers lived their lives how they did their job and it's impressive yeah like just professional athletes that like perform week after week after week oh yeah that's fucking impressive as fuck Mm -hmm. and so just watching like it, it's a very good documentary. And even if you don't like football, I think it's one that is... And you used to not be into football, like, at all, period. hate it. Yeah. Like, hate it. And now you're, like, a football fan. I love looking it's at the, the stats. weirdest thing to me. I love it. Um, shout out to the Kelsey family. <laughs> they, the Kelsey family? Yeah, Travis oh, shit. and Jason. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> I, thought you were, I thought you were, like, trying to shout out, like, some fa- oh, like family friend. No, it's um, a group of people who yeah. I don't know and will yeah. never know me. Gotcha. Um, but, but shout out to them I as see. human beings. because they're great okay um but i watched a movie last night called the holdovers with paul giamatti why does that sound familiar it was it's a very recent movie and it's oh maybe i saw the i probably also aaron would fucking love it okay but it is truly one of the best movies i have ever seen in my entire life the acting in it is fucking mind-blowing like mind-blowingly good i would felt like i was actually witnessing like a life like something Wait, actively okay, happening so like in front what of me. what is the movie about so it is a um a boys boarding school for like very very wealthy like men okay. um and it's like high school like elementary school to high school boarding school and it's christmas time and there's a bunch of kids who end up having to stay over the holiday oh i know exact. yes okay i did watch the um trailer for that and we almost went and saw it it's it is my top in my top three favorite movies now okay this is really good to know because we did want to see it and we didn't go see it so we're gonna watch it it's okay. it it's oh my god like oh my god good shit okay the story is hilarious heartwarming like everybody's learning lessons and growing and there's so much pain, but there's so much love. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's just like, it's fucking incredible. I was sitting there literally just like mind blown the whole time. Mm -hmm. It was amazing. So the holdovers, please watch it. And if Paul Giamatti does not win an Oscar for that (laughs) fucking role, you're going to, I'm going to riot. Yeah. It's like, Oh my God. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Real quick question. Yes. How do we get there? How do we get to the holdovers? Um, well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because I was watching the hard not the football documentary yes, and yes. then I needed something else to watch. I, and okay. so then I opened up Peacock and then I was okay. going to watch The Office, but then the holdovers was there and then I watched the holdovers. Okay, I was like, <laughs> I feel like we went from football to something completely different. I was like, where, where, how did we get here? Oh, I'm, and the reason, happy to, I'm happy to be here, but how did we get here? I want to know. <laughs> and the reason I was doing that is because when I said, oh, I was watching it the other day and then I was like, nope, that was last night. And then I was like, what else did I do last night? And I was like, how did I forget last night? Because I watched the holdovers. I see. I that see. all happened so you, Dude, your brain just like went 
beyond and left me in the dust and I'm just crawling around trying to figure out where I am. I'm having a great time, but I had no idea where I was. I kidnapped you. Uh, it was fun. It was great. You were you were a happy kidnapper. Thank you. But. Thank you for telling us that we should watch the holdovers. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this uh, is a tangent episode for sure. Are you sure? Are you sure? The most tangent. And we should probably just say Happy New Year, everyone. We're this will be the first tange of twenty twenty four. Happy freaking New Year! Yeah. Um. I think our idea for this tange was to kind of go over, like, do a recap essentially yeah. of twenty twenty three books, like top. I think top five reads for each of us, mm-hmm. and then. A couple uh, books that maybe disappointed us in 23, and then our goals for 2024? Yes. Hell our yeah. book goals. Book, yes, book goals. Not not our personal. You don't need to know what my personal <laughs> goals are. Yes, I need to know that. <laughs> um, yeah. Do you want to, for top five reads, do we want to, do you want to go one by, like, do you want to do all yours in one go, and then I'll do mine in one go? Sure. Okay. You want to go first, or you want me to go first? Um, what do you want? What do you feel? I'll go first. Okay. Um, do we want to do it top five? Like my number one is like the last one. Um, I can't do that. Oh. So oh, I would just say top five. Just top five. Period. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll just kind of tell you a general <laughs> order of things. Um, I'll go from like best to like least best. Okay. But still top five. Okay. I feel like my number one from 2023 is A Court of Silver Flames. Yeah. Like I and it's almost not fair mm. to to include uh Akatar in the top five because honestly I just put all five books in there <laughs> and I had to limit myself to one. I was like, pick one. And so <laughs> it's <laughs> it's gonna be a quarter of silver and flames. Yes. Um that is I think might be the only mm, okay. That and another book. But this is like one of the only books that's ever made me cry. Um like wait a minute. It made what? you cry? Oh yeah. I don't know if it did the second read through. I think it did, but definitely the first read through. What? Yeah. How did I not did know I not, this? Did I not say that? No. Oh. Oh, I. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this book hits hard for me. Oh my God. It's I didn't so know you good. cried. This is amazing. I didn't <laughs> This is amazing. Because this is like from our last <laughs> episode. Tia just thinks I'm incapable of crying. I'm very <laughs> capable of crying. No, I definitely realize that the way that I said that made it be like, oh my God, I didn't know you could cry. I didn't know you were capable of emotions. No, no. it just was from our last. I, no, I, I know I'm giving you a hard time. I am not a person who generally cries at like movies and books and that sort of thing. So like when I do, it's like kind of like a, it's like my favorite thing. Yeah. You do it all the time. Yeah. Cause I, I'm, I'm crying right now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, this book is so good. Even the second read through so good. Like Nesta, mm-hmm. like, God, she's such a fucking badass character and she gets an amazing story arc and yes. the romance in that. And I'm going to, you know, say things without trying to, you know, give away stuff if people have not read, you know, these books. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way that Sarah J. Mass like writes her trauma and how Nesta has to like find herself and like accept herself and ha- and accept like support from others. Like it was just such like a tearjerker for me. I don't know. Yeah. It was just so good. Um, so that would be like number one. And then I told myself I can't pick any more Akatar books. So like besides Akatar, here are my other picks um, from Blood and Ash. Uh, Jennifer L. Armentrout. You liked Blood and Ash. The first I did, book. but yeah. I'm surprised it hits top five. You are? Yeah. Dude, you and I have different takes on from Blood and Ash. Deeply. Yes. Uh, yes. And I, 
deeply disagree with you right now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know. I have not read the third one yet, so that could change. But I also thought the second book was good. I didn't think it was great. I thought it was good, though. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyway, so, like, Blood and Ash is, like, you have a main character, and she kind of has, like like a there's like a corrupt kingdom and Mm -hmm. she's got this like bodyguard who of course ends up being like her secret lover dude yeah and he's (laughs) you know morally gray at this point in this book and i don't know i to me it gave like if you liked akatar i feel like you could enjoy from blood and ash yeah Mm -hmm. but um I liked it also has like some like monsters and like lore and there's a little bit of like tension and romance. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It like just it hit all the marks for me. It wasn't like nice. perfect, but it was it was good. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I I feel like what was the second one? A kingdom of something? literally have deleted it. A kingdom of fire and something. I don't know. Uh, the second book I also thought was good, but it didn't hit didn't hit top five. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that you why didn't you like that book? I, I, okay. So I didn't dislike the second one. I just felt like the second one, the reason I dislike it more now Mm -hmm. is because I have read the third one. When I read it the first time, I was like, okay, this isn't my favorite, Mm -hmm. but this felt like a second book. It felt like a filler book. Like she's trying to add a bunch of shit in and Mm -hmm. like expand a world. And she's like, okay, I got to get them from here to here for the third one. And so I was expecting that. And then when I got to the third one, I was like, oh no, we just continue that level of, ah, fuckery gotcha and so that's why i went back and like i don't like it as much going back is because i felt like when i read it the first time it was setting something up and then i felt like nothing got set up i just kept getting punched in the face (laughs) with like lore and world building that made no sense okay the third book too it's it's pretty chunky isn't it isn't it pretty big i think it's a little bit longer than the second one okay i think okay well i i have plans to read it and so Perhaps my mind will be changed after I read the third one. And Brianna read it, and Brianna was like, "Oh yeah, she's like she's did a terrible job." Like Jennifer, oh. and but Brianna gave it five stars. What? Yeah, Brianna's like, "Oh yeah, none of it makes any fucking sense." But she's like, "But I love it." Oh, okay, and that's so, an interesting take. And I was like, "It makes no sense." I want to punch her in the face, huh? <laughs> okay, okay, I'm very confused, but I'll I'll read it at some point, and we'll we'll get back to this discussion. But yeah, as you guys can tell, I have very strong feelings about yeah, that yeah. series. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you're fidgeting. I feel like you're like holding back. Like you want to say more things. Yeah, I don't want to spoil anything. Okay, because I fair. and I also, if you are like actually really enjoying the series, mm-hmm. I don't want to like fully go off on it. Because like, mm-hmm. if you're really enjoying it, I no. don't want to be like, I'm yeah. gonna shit all no, over this please, thing that you please. Love. I need you to shit. I because no, seriously, like <laughs> I need I, you to shit. <laughs> please poop on me. No. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> we're gonna pause for a minute. New year, new me, poop on me. New year, new king. <laughs> no, I just, I, I, I tr- like truly, truly, whenever I disagree with someone on a book, like I need to know why. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. tell me what it is that you either like really hated or really loved. Like, why, like, why, why do we disagree? I don't know. I like, I like to hear that kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't, okay. I don't, I don't get, okay, well. <laughs> I would say for any book that is not A Court of Silver Flames, I would not be defensive about it. Like, yeah, you've got, there's always a tier of like, we'll right. accept no criticism. Yeah. Like, shut your fucking face. Yes. And then every other book. Yeah. <laughs> this is one of those books where I'm like, I will gladly accept any criticism. <laughs> a Court of Silver Flames, you say anything negative about that book, I will come at you. 
No criticism. Yeah. Not allowed. Nope. Not possible. It's perfection, that book. Just if you think that, you're wrong. <laughs> you are. <laughs> um, okay, so that was two. Um, three uh, is actually kind of like a... Uh, not even like self-help, but more like a informative book. It's called uh-huh. In the Flow by oh. Alyssa Vitti. Yeah, you've talked about this. And I've told you about this one. And this book, dude, so good. If you have a menstrual cycle, highly recommend getting this book. I was going to ask you if I could borrow your, that oh, copy that 100 100%. <laughs> 100%. Okay, so the first time I read this book was um, through the library. So mm-hmm. on my um, on my iPad <laughs> and... Uh, it was so good that I bought a copy of it. And wow. I don't know if you saw, there's already like tab marks in the copy that I have. Oh, so no, I, I missed that. Okay, I went back through and like marked pages that I knew I was going to like want to go back to. Um, but essentially, this book is like all about kind of being aware of your cycle and how that affects like your mood and your energy and like how mm. you feel. Uh, because like we very much live in a 24-hour cycle, right? Um, and that mm. And that is very like... Uh, in tune with a uh, man's body because men generally have uh, like a 24-hour cycle or their ho- their hormones. Yeah. And women have a 28, give or take some days, uh, yeah. day cycle. And so like we don't, we don't do the same hormonal thing every day. We do that like over the course of a month. Yeah. Um, and this book does a really good job of breaking that down and giving you like advice almost on like okay if you're in like this phase of your menstrual cycle like this is when um your your body is like more ready to be active and to grind and to work hard and do Mm -hmm. deep work and you know that's when you can like hit the gym hard and like um these foods are going to be really beneficial because your body's like producing these types of hormones Mm -hmm. um but you're in if you're in like this part of your cycle you know that's probably you need to like slow down and be more reflective do some yoga or just rest and like yeah it was just really cool to see it broken down and she breaks it down even into like um like your career like when you're in this part of your cycle, here's when you should ask for like a raise or like this because you're going to feel more confident. You're going to like oh, okay. be more like um, like glowing and just like feel more in tune with your body. And like during this part, you know, this is when you need to like uh, divvy up tasks or wh- whatever, like whatever it is. Wow. So she does that for, <clears throat> I think it's like, Uh, suggestions of like what to eat during your cycle suggestions of what types of workouts during your cycle um suggestions for like workflow and i oh your sex life oh wow Um, yeah because yeah your hormonal cycle also affects like how like obviously how your body feels so like Mm -hmm. in this part of your cycle you might be like low libido and this part you might be like higher libido so like here's how you can support that yeah Um, that's so cool anyways just so cool and like not something I ever feel like I has ever been like, like we know that like, obviously we have like a cycle, but I feel like it very much focuses only on the part, like when you're menstruating. Yeah. That's, and that's, that's it. Like we don't talk mm-hmm. about any of the other parts. Um, and so, oh, yeah, I wasn't, I was in my thirties when I finally learned that like, yeah, our site, our hormonal cycle is a 28. Like I got yeah. that, like I got my period every like 28 days. Right. But I didn't know that, 
that's because like my hormone like was where men's was 24 and mine is yeah. and that there's different phases of that and that like yeah no wonder you don't want to fucking go to the gym at this stage right. because yeah your body's like yeah that's not what i'm supposed to be doing and it was very validating because yes. it was like oh like i'm not a piece of shit right like these this is the time when my body is telling me that it needs to rest so like rest and then when i'm at a part of my cycle where it's more like I, i'm more energetic i have like uh, more clarity like that's when you're supposed to like th- like that is the time of like quote unquote like the day that you you know yeah you do the hard work or the the workout or whatever it is so that's so awesome anyways yes you can absolutely borrow that book and Thank you. highly recommend to anyone who has a menstrual cycle or if you're just interested in that um kind of along that line um one of the other sort of like self-help-ish type books that mm-hmm. I read uh, was called Manifest, Seven Steps to Living Your Best Life by mm. Roxy Nafusi. Nafousi, I think that's how you say it. Um, and this is a, like, I feel like some people might be like manifesting, that's woo-woo. And like, mm. if you're of that mindset, like, I still think that you could get a lot out of this book because it kind of like talks about almost like building confidence, like removing like doubt and fear and like believing in yourself and having like positive self-talk and just being like grateful for what you do have and Mm -hmm. helping that help, like having that help you have um, more like fulfillment and like clarity of like where you want to go. Yeah. So even if you don't really align with like manifesting. I still think there's a lot of really good stuff in there. And especially if you're looking to practice more like positivity or gratitude. Um, but if you are into more like manifesty, magical, witchy type stuff, I didn't think it was like overboard, like at all. Yeah. Like at all. Like it didn't like, and I'm a very, not like logical person, but I feel like I generally like ride the, like I'm right on the fence. Uh-huh. Like I'm not like, I'm a witch and I'm not like, I don't believe in anything. Like yeah. I'm very much like kind of in the middle. And I felt like, I felt like it, it like aligned with that nice. a lot. Okay. Like it kind of, it kind of came from like both it hit sides. where you needed to Yeah. Hit. It was perfect. So if you're the kind of person who's interested in like manifesting or just like feeling better, I don't know, like, in life i don't know just thought it had like some really great tips and, and practices manifesting like we've talked about is more like it's not like i might like i'm gonna create something it's like yeah. no manifesting is putting your focus on things you actually want and when you mm-hmm. put your mental focus it's not like it just suddenly sprouts out of the ground it's right. just you're paying more attention to it mm-hmm. so you start looking for opportunities where that can hit because right. you're actually like paying attention and right. aware and that like confirmation bias kind of yeah. yeah and that like you start looking for it you're starting to like think about it more and so you're making choices that like actively support that which <laughs> manifests <laughs> what you're wanting right because you're actually putting it's like when you do tarot like tarot is actually like predicting your future Mm -hmm. it just is giving you things to like change the way you're thinking like break up the the way you're thinking about a problem or the way that you're approaching an idea like Mm -hmm. giving a a broader framework to be like oh okay i really like what this is saying like yeah you're right i am kind of like feeling this kind of way totally yeah i think that and that's awesome yeah and that's another book that i read like through the library on my ipad and i'm probably gonna buy it like wow nice i thought it was so good and something that i would love to like just revisit some of those chapters so yeah 
Uh, and then my last book, top five, is, and I've mentioned this before, so this should come as no surprise, uh, The Overnight Guest by Heather oh, yeah. Gudenkoff. Yeah, just freaking, have you read it yet? No. Oh, I'm going to give it to you because okay. uh, it's like kind of spook, a little bit like mm-hmm. mystery, th- not thriller, maybe a little bit thriller. Um, What's the word? Like, not paranormal. I don't know. I can't think of the word. If it comes to me, I'll let you know. But but it's also, like, set in the winter. Yeah. Like, in, like, a snowy cabin. And, like, there's creepy stuff kind of, like, going on. And your dad. Your dad read it, right? My dad read it. He liked it. I recommended it to my friend. She liked it. Uh, Aaron's read it. He liked it. Um, And I I know I've said this before, but I'll just kind of go over real quick, like, what it is. It's, like, a... Like, there's, like, a snowy storm happening. um, And there's this woman, and she's, like, alone in this house. And, like power goes out and like things start happening and a few like questionable characters sort of like show up and she's like what do i do and then you kind of like get these other two storylines that are different and you're like how do these all fit together and like one of the storylines is um an unsolved murder case from like decades before and you're like what does this have to do with this woman in her like snowy cabin um suspense that's the word i was thinking of so I thought it was the perfect combination of like suspense, a little bit of thriller, a little bit of true crime. Mm. Um, I thought the characters were super well written and believable and the plot had some like good surprises in it. And I just, I think if you enjoy mystery or true crime and especially in the winter, cause it's like snowy atmosphere. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is a great book. That's so awesome. Yeah. I'm so glad that you've liked that book so much. I do. That's I great. Do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. And I, I bought it cause I liked it and I was like, I'm going to give this, I'm going to shove this into anyone's hands. I can, I can <laughs> to make them read. <laughs> so anyways, that is my top five from 2023. What is your top nice. five? Um, so I am going to be really honest. I, I don't would not classify last year as a super good reading year. Oh no. Um and it just was a I think a majority of the books I read last year were just very like meh. Hmm. Like they weren't bad, but yeah. they also weren't like I gave stuff five stars, but like when I'm looking back on it, I'm like, yeah, no, not my like I wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't be like, oh my gosh, you need to read this. Yeah, I wouldn't gotcha. profuse about a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Um but so I think I only have um, a top three. What? Maybe a top four. Okay. All um, right. Okay. I'll, I will do top five, but I would say the last two books are more just lower on that end. Yeah, are lower. It's just that I do think they're kind of interesting. Okay. Um. So for one of them. Um. Okay. So the first one is actually like one that is my favorite book of the year. I will recommend okay. it till I die. Okay. Um, is God Killer by <gasps> Hannah Kinnear. So you love that book. That book is fucking incredible. Wait, did you buy that book? I did. Okay, we're gonna need to trade. Yeah. Okay. I should have brought it, but okay. um, it is 288 pages, which should immediately it's- tell you like how much shit has to like happen and uh. has to be well written mm-hmm. for it to contain. Fit. Yeah, for it to fit in 288. <laughs> it is so fucking good it is the just the characters are amazing and well-rounded and it is from like four different perspectives Mm. and they are all complex characters um the world building is incredible um it is about like this 
world that used to have like a shit ton of gods that like mm-hmm. ran the and then there was a massive battle between humans and gods and humans won and so like oh. gods are like there's old gods you know of course like the gods of forests or gods of rivers that like they can't really die mm-hmm. um but then what they're saying is like gods are created and like manifest by from people's belief and wanting and Whoa. so like if you're like i really want like I'm so poor. I want luck. And you're like constantly thinking that you will manifest a God. Like it'll come Weird. out. Yeah. And so they had their like life force is tied to shrines. It's just huh. so good. Like the way she created this world and the way that it flows is like incredible and rich. And it's like, it's decadent. It's kind of blowing my mind that she did that in 288 pages. That means the whole book has got to like hit. Oh, the you know? whole thing. The whole thing hits. The pacing is fantastic. Just good, 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 good. And it has one of the best covers I've ever seen. Oh, the cover is gorgeous. The cover from across the room in Powell's. I was like, I need yeah. it. I went to Powell's the other day and I saw it and I was like, I want to buy this. And I was like, Tia has this. I'm just going to borrow this. But I was this close. I was like, I want to borrow this book. It's so pretty. And the second book, I think, is coming out this month. <gasps> wow. I think. Okay. Um, it's the Fallen God series. Oh, no. Sorry. February 15th, 2024. And it's the Sunbringer is the second book. Okay. And I'm so fucking excited. <laughs> um, so God Killer, favorite book of the year. That one was incredible. Um, And then the next book. Oh, is um a book called The House Witch. Oh, by Delamhawk. And I think it's a self-published. It, I got it oh. on Kindle Unlimited. Uh-huh. The cutest fucking book. It's it's like cozy, right? Cozy. Yeah. yeah. And I don't like cozy fantasy. It's what? too slow. It's like there's not enough going on. Real quick. Did you read Legends and Lattes? Yes. And, and I did you, not. You like did it not like it. Oh, no. Oh. I think I rated it like a. Oh, maybe I do remember that. I gave it. I gave it a three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like it very much. Um, But The House Witch, so good. Every single character is just wonderful. And the way they interact with each other, the way that some characters have, like, a really great character growth. There's a lot of, like, issues of, like, how, like, you know, toxic masculinity is one of the Mm. things tackled in this book. Um, Like, self-confidence is another... um, and just all all these characters have problems that they're all working on, but they all work together. And like this, like growing of like love and friendship through like cooking and taking care oh, of people. Oh, that's so cute. And it's a is it a male? Yeah, lead? male lead. Okay, and he's the sweetest character. I f- like just a ooey gooey cinnamon oh. roll of a person. And he like comes across like very gruff in the beginning, and then he just <laughs> is like a cinnamon roll because he's like I just I try I tend to keep to myself because people are mean. And oh. you're like <laughs> okay. and he has a kitten that <gasps> is his familiar and his kitten is named Kraken and Kraken so like cute. helps run like a a cat um spy network. <laughs> It's so fucking cute. Oh my god! I was like, if Kumi could, like was an outdoor cat, like Kumi would definitely in his little brain be like, "That's a spy mitten." He oh a hundred percent would be, and he's like, "I'm gonna keep keeps everybody's secrets." Okay, real quick, what is it called again? The House Witch. Oh, the House Witch. Okay, no, I put the Kitchen Witch, and I got it on uh, Kindle house. Unlimited, and witch. I gave it a five out of five. It, it was a. It has multiple books oh, too. Solid. 
um, which I haven't read, and I needed a, a, but there's, yeah, there's The House Witch 2 and 3, and then The Princess of Potential, and I want to read all of them, so this year I'm definitely going to read more of their books, um, but just so, so good. Um, oh, and The Burning Witch, which I think is like in the same realm, but a secondary character, which, so yeah, they have a ton of books. Okay, is is House Witch all one word? Um, no, it's just The House Witch by Delem Hawk. D-E-L-E-M-H-A-C-H. Are you looking on Goodreads? Um, I was trying to find it on um, my Libby app. I don't. It's not. I think it's only published through Kindle Unlimited. I think because it's a self-published book series, so I don't think you can get it. Okay. Um, but if you want to, I would just sign up for Kindle Unlimited, which is twelve bucks. Right. And then read what you want and then cancel the subscription. Yeah, yeah. The only the only problem is I don't have my own Amazon account. So it like mm. I feel like it's kind of weird because we use Aaron's parents' Amazon account. And so it's I think it's connected to her Kindle already or her whatever. Uh, okay. Sorry, Aaron's mom's Kindle's yeah. subscription thingy. I don't know how that works. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'll have to I can look I'll look into it. But I mean is it you might be able to buy it somewhere like, i was you might be able to buy it off of amazon as like a yeah, physical possibly. yeah I'll, I'll i'll look into it but it's so so cute so good the characters are amazing i would definitely recommend it um to lots of people it's okay. very good um and then third which is another book that like truly is very 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 good mm-hmm. um is Kristen hannah's the great alone um, mm-hmm. Kristen Hannah for me now is top tier, top tier. Like <laughs> I don't necessarily want to read her like contemporary romance. Um, right. But, but her historical, but her historical fiction is fucking phenomenal. She has yeah. another book coming out that's set in the Vietnam war. And I'm so stoked. How is she, is she just like a history buff too? I, that, she must be. Because I mean, like the Nightingale was so good. It, right? Yeah. She just, I guess she must just be like a history buff. Yeah. The Damn. Four Winds, fucking beautiful, yeah. incredible. And then The Great Alone, I think is my favorite of all. Really? Of the, yeah. It is. So it is um, this family that is, um, the dad came home from Vietnam mm-hmm. and is very scarred from it lots and lots and lots of trauma and he basically so it's in the 70s he basically packs up his family Mm -hmm. and they move to like backwoods alaska alaska i remember you talking about this this sounds fascinating it is this book is beautiful it is visceral you feel like you're living in this alaskan homestead Mm -hmm. like as the nights get longer Mm -hmm. you are like the characters afraid of the dad. Like, mm-hmm. is this the moment where he's going to snap? Is this the moment where it's all going to come to a head? Mm-hmm. But at the same time as there's this like constant visceral terror, you're watching these two women like learn self-reliance and learn because of how harsh of an environment they're in, mm-hmm. how to rely on themselves, how to rely on other people especially in a world where like, that's all you've got. Like you've mm-hmm. got the six other families that like live on this Island and right. that's about it. Right. And it's just the way she writes it, the way you watch a character grow up, the struggles that they have, but the way that they move through it is mm-hmm. so human and raw and beautiful. And it, it's just, I think it's just like, Oh my God, it's so good. Yeah. I remember you talking about that now, now that you like kind of go through the plot again and that I, you reminded me that that's definitely one that I want to read. It's so good. Yeah. It just, yeah, it blew me away. Um, Kristen Hannah can do no wrong. She <laughs> is fantastic and amazing. Um, 
the next book i think so i'm would recommend the night eaters it's a um, graphic novel um but what i mostly want to recommend is marjorie m lu which is the author and then um sana takeda who's the illustrator Uh uh-huh they have done the night eater series um they have also done the monstrous series which i've i was telling you about a while ago okay um and i just think that they are an incredible female graphic novel duo oh they have such a good chemistry between what the author is writing Mm -hmm. and the way that the illustrator illustrates that story yeah and the illustrations are to a level that i don't understand how they can be like a graphic novel like how she that does that many wow they're so good and beautiful i feel like graphic novels at least for me because i i never really read many of them like i feel like they're so underrated yes i i would totally agree i don't think they get enough credit yeah like i -hmm. mean it i don't know it just if you get some with good illustration and like you're saying with like um the the what the author is writing and mm-hmm. the illustrator is like you know showing you visually if the, if that like marriage is like really strong like dude like so good I, graphic like i i read uh god what was it called something in key lock and key i think oh okay i think it was called lock and key um uh series and like I was like, <laughs> I got through, excuse me, I got through those, the, like, part of that series so fast mm-hmm. because you were just, like, so invested in, like, the story. Like, it, I don't know. Yeah. Like, it's so gripping. It's almost like, and maybe this is not, uh, maybe some people wouldn't agree with this, but it feels like almost like watching an anime. Yes. Like, I and don't know. I feel like graphic novels are hard because, like, there's not as much, like, it's only dialogue bubbles. Yep. And then you really have to pay attention. The story is also coming in from the background mm-hmm. and what other characters are doing in the background. Yeah. And so I think it is, it takes a like shift mentally to ah. fully engage with right. it. But when the art and the story are there, it makes that switch. I feel like so much easier. Yep. And I feel like these two women, or at least I think I shouldn't, I think they're, they identify as women, but mm-hmm. um, these two people are incredible. Yeah. And the monstrous series fucking amazing the night eaters damn i was like whoa this is spooky and unnerving Ooh. but cool and do you own the like hard I do copies? i can oh, give it to you if you'd I, like that might be excuse me because i still have a cough um that might be like a october yeah situation for me it's i so night eaters was very good it i gave it a i gave it five stars um definitely one of the coolest graphic novels i've read um but i just would like to recommend those two together solid everything they've done is great and i think people should definitely go check them out because they're awesome um and then the final one that i will recommend oh is the um gin patrol on the purple line Mm -hmm. i gave it a three and a half out of five however i think about it a lot like Mm. i think about this story a lot um and it was a really good audio book and i think it it it's more of a book to make you like really think about the world yeah um and i thought it was a really well done audiobook i thought she wrote for being an adult writing a <laughs> nine-year-old it felt like a nine-year-old was telling me this story which is you gotta you, that takes some skill that's impressive yeah um and yeah i just i think about it a lot i think it's something that um people would enjoy um and it's it's a 
I would say it's kind of a rough story. It's hard Mm -hmm. to, to listen to. Um, but it's really well done. Um, and so, yeah, I didn't rate it super high, but I do think it's worth people's time. Right. Um, and definitely worth people's time as an audiobook. For totally. sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So those are my my top. I, for you having said that there weren't a ton of books that you were like thrilled about this last year, I feel like the ones that you were thrilled about were like go- like really good though. Yes. That's and, the thing. Yeah. And, yeah. And it could just be like that there was maybe only three of them, like in the sheer number that you read. Cause like how many, how many did you get through this year? I think I got to, I read 45 books Gosh, last year. Dang it. Nice job. Yeah. And, but no, I think you're right that I was like for 45 books, there were not a lot that I was like, yay. <laughs> but the ones that were yay were like, like damn, yay. like super good. Wow. <laughs> and I had books that I liked and I rated highly, but I'm just like, yeah, I don't, yeah. Yeah. You're like, I don't feel the need to broadcast that it was, yeah. Yeah, and they, like, I mentioned them on here, and, you know, I I was like, I don't, but yeah, they are not my top. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So, but yeah, that, the, 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 blah, 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 blah. Those Uh, are the ones I recommend. (laughs) Did you have a couple, um, like, disappointing, well, sounds like you have, yeah, some (laughs) books that did not hit. Do you want to go over a couple of those? Sure. Yeah. Um, I am going to say that the, um, fourth wing series, like Iron Flame. Yeah biggest disappointment of the year i didn't put that online because i felt like you were gonna say that and i already agree with you so just for how much i was like yeah i was in on fourth wing Mm -hmm. and i was like yeah i'm ready for the second let's see where this goes and then for the second one to be that bad Uh and make me that mad was alarming yeah was alarming i think you disliked that book more than i did which is like i feel like that rarely happens <laughs> that book made me mad. you were livid yeah and mad. yeah and if you guys uh didn't know we we read and reviewed mm-hmm. iron flame um mo- that was our most recent book we did on the podcast so you can go you can go listen to that if you want the like full tea we'll, we'll go at yeah. it <laughs> um but yeah that was definitely one where we were like oh no. no. <laughs> and also everyone's weird obsession with Zayden is weird. Yeah. And I cannot get on board with Don't this understand toxic it. relationship. I, yeah. <laughs> Not for it. Um, I guess the next one that I was really disappointed in um, was Assistant to the Villain by Hannah Nicole Mayer. Hmm. I don't know how to say the last name. Um, it I, it was like this woman who ends up meeting the like quote unquote bad guy. Mm-hmm. And so she ends up becoming his like secretary pretty much. Oh, okay. And I was like, that sounds hilarious. Yeah. And then I read it and I was like, okay, th- oh. that's, that's it. That's all we're. Oh, like th- just wasn't very. N- yeah. Deep or- and I think it might fall into the like cozy fantasy type realm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just was like kind of bored by it and i was like that's that's it that's all we've got oh that's too bad um and i kind of felt the same way about legends and lattes and i know people love that book and yeah i get it i get why people do um it just for me i was like i why this is it what oh it just like didn't yeah i was it was just like too surface level maybe yeah the whole plot was just mostly her opening a coffee shop gotcha 
that and that, that was is, it. that is my concern that was my concern about because i'd seen that that book was very popular i see it all over powell's and everything mm-hmm. else and i'm like i want to read that book but i that was my concern is that it was just gonna be too like Bo- almost boring I don't yeah know. It, it was it for me it was boring yeah. and the main so i think cozy fantasy is more like there's fantasy elements but the main goal is more character work yes and i wasn't invested in, in any of them besides and, like yeah. one gnome who makes the like espresso machine like <laughs> okay. i liked him and the dude who makes like cinnamon rolls other than that i was like i really don't care about these people and and that can really make or break a book if for you, sure if you do not if you're not invested in the characters even if it's a character you hate you know what i mean but if you're not invested then it's like well what's the point of it and this? i feel like what the house witch did better is that there was more at stake in the background like there was there's like two major like plot points okay. or like three major like conflict points and the two of them are kind of minor but there's a bigger one that's looming in the background mm-hmm. that makes everything feel like a little bit more at stake. Like there's gotcha. a little bit more going Urgency. on. Yeah. And that the character work is fantastic, but then having this like, okay, there's a bigger, broader like Kinda plot like, ties it together and makes it more, I yes. don't know. It deep yeah. and yeah. Broad, like broad. bigger yeah. and more like, woo, as opposed to legends and lattes where I felt the, the problem point was like, so convenient just like whoa gotcha. oops now we have a conflict <laughs> and i'm like i don't uh, yeah i know okay. that yeah i always i don't really like things that seem a little too convenient and that was i think that was another reason why iron flame yes was a little annoying is that there were things that were just a little too convenient that happened that and that, and that happened like a little too often yes like wow that's <laughs> convenient wow that's also really convenient mm-hmm okay um, oh, and then final one. I don't even have the title of it because it made me this upset. Um, the second book to the Serpent and the Wings of Night. <gasps> okay, by Chris Broadbent. Yeah, that book fucking sucked. Really, I didn't even finish it. Really, I was like, every character felt so different. It basically had Iron Flame syndrome. I was like, what the fuck happened here? Whoa. Yeah. Okay, that's funny. It's so bad because I didn't even really like the first book yeah you didn't i yeah and i know people love that book i loved that book that was marissa's top book one of marissa's top books for last year oh okay i knew it was a book that she really liked but i didn't know it was like her top book and i i did not i don't remember what i rated it and my goodreads is not interneting right now so (laughs) i can't look it up but um yeah i just I don't know what it was. I for one, I'm not really into vampires. Like yes. I like fantasy. I like magic and lore and gods and monsters and werewolves and all the other things. Yes. Vampires don't care. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. I also think it's kind of gross like to to have like um like a romance sexual uh scene that involves blood like oh and not to be a kink shamer but like that that's just not it for you it just and it comes from like a you know i don't like needles i don't like blood i don't like that in general oh so to put them in the same it yeah. just it, no that totally makes sense it took me completely out of the book where i was like whoa that ew, ew, ew. and he licked the blood off mine and i'm like ew <laughs> ew like gross like how no, is this totally. supposed to be sensual like i just <laughs> excuse me it yeah it made uh-huh. it give it really gave me the ick and i think it <laughs> and i think that it ruined the whole book for me yeah um and so that's totally. that's a me issue like i just couldn't get past that i think the rest of it was like fine enough like the 
two main characters like mm-hmm. you know if it had been like any other type of being besides vampires and there was no blood i probably would have liked really it. liked it yeah. yeah but i just couldn't yeah no i get that especially if like blood and stuff is like ick to you normally <laughs> yeah. and then having people be like yeah it's so sexy yeah. but i thought the first one was fantastic yeah. and i was so excited mm-hmm. to see where these characters went and then the second one she was like i'm gonna blow it up <laughs> i'm gonna make it's, everyone and bad what's, and, and what's the popular opinion of that book do people generally like that book i think people did Ugh. i don't get it Ugh. but it ruined the first one for me yeah the second one was so bad i think mm. i got 25 percent of the way through <gasps> and went you DNF'd it? Hard. Wow. And didn't look back. And I normally, if I DNF and I'm always like, oh, I feel really bad. And this one, I was like, die slow, bitch. <laughs> like, I'm out. Wow. I did not like it at all. Wow. I need to ask Marissa if she read the second one. And if she, like, yeah, and like, she if, liked it. Oh, she did. She didn't think it was as good. I think she gave the first one five. Uh-huh. And I think she gave the second one probably closer to like a three and a half four, okay. I think. Mm-hmm. But she really, really, really liked the first one. Hmm. And I remember her and I talking about it a lot and being mm-hmm. like, yeah, this was so good. Like, I'm so excited to see where this goes and I can't believe like this and this. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, ev- she took everything that was great about the first one and then Screwed like, I read a good review that was like, why was this one the second? Mm-hmm. They were like, this would have been the better first book. Oh, okay. And then the second, the <laughs> first one should have, hit second oh you know what i also didn't like about this book was i i feel like the way it was just kind of like written where it kind of like plopped you into Mm. the world with like and it plopped you into this storyline where she had to go basically do like a hunger game style thing (laughs) but you didn't there was like no explanation as to like why yeah Mm -hmm. for like a majority of the book and I just could not get past the like, why are we here? Like, yeah. what is the importance? Like, and I, it, like, it was very clear that it was like important. She had to do this. Like, we had to go through this thing. But like, why? Like, I need mm-hmm. like, I need more reason. I need more lore. I need more like. And see, that's what I thought the second one was going to give yeah. me. And the second one was kind of trying that. Mm. And it just was like, I immediately was like, oh, I don't give a fuck i don't I, oh i don't care okay. You're, and then i tried to read another book by hers it felt the same way i was like oh i don't care at all like huh. all of these people could get like hit by a bus and i'd be like oh no uh, oh no devastating for you mm. but like yeah could care less could not care less could not care le- yes that's the right way to say it yeah because the could I do care that less is i could you, you could i have more and cares. i do <laughs> yeah. i do care less than could care less <laughs> i, get I care so little it's incredible <laughs> any other disappointing books uh i don't like strongly disappointing no okay oh but I'm i will gonna... say something that makes me mad and uh-huh. i think authors should do less of in 2024 yeah. uh-huh. is have a really good romance and then have them like fall in love uh-huh. Within the first fucking book. Yeah. And then they're just like sweet and cute with each other. Yeah, I agree. No, no, no. More tension. More tension. <laughs> and then just, just, bleh. and also do and stop giving stupid nicknames. Oh, the nickname. Like there's my girl. There, violence. Violence. Sh- violence. Stop it. That one is like nails on a chalkboard for me. Every time he says it, I'm like, oh, violence. Like, what? It's so... Stop it. Foul. Stop having these sexy men give little nicknames. I wonder, like, part of me wonders if Rebecca Yaros is just, like, pulling, gonna pull a reverse Uno card on all of us, where she, like, actually, like, hates this character, Zayden. If she does that, I will kiss her fucking feet. (laughs) Where she's just, like, 
teasing us and making everybody like think that he's is gonna be the hot shadow boy and we should all love him but he's like doing these like slightly cringy things like calling her violence and all this weird stuff Mm -hmm. and like i hope she like takes that rug and like drags it out from underneath us i would be like drag me (laughs) drag me queen cannot be zayden (laughs) take me but yeah um so yeah do less of that in 2024 i hate it and it's bad i hate it i want at least two books at least two books before they're together yes i oh two wow okay you can get in together in the like towards the end of the second okay but you i i would agree okay and then board the way akatar does it kept me interested yes especially because we get to like get other people's stories too yes but the way that a lot of people do it is like no bad try again like (laughs) okay anyway i talked for a long time i please (laughs) keep talking um so i have a couple disappointing books one is gonna be real fast because i (laughs) dnf'd it after like five percent probably (laughs) i'm dumb and i hate you yeah it was called frost uh and it's by cn crawford and don't really remember what this book was about (laughs) i just remember that it was like so boring and so bland and it was it was supposed to be like a fantasy romance Mm. situation but it was just like within the first like 20 pages they're like here's the main dude and here's the main girl and we're gonna smush them together in a room and and it it, yeah it was just no (laughs) it was bad and like so weirdly paced and i was just like is this it and it was like there was like motorcycles involved i feel like and i'm like i can't Uh in a fantasy have (laughs) motorcycles like that's just weird So I DNF'd it very fast. So. You're gonna love Crescent City. <laughs> oh no! Is there motorcycles? It's a modern. It's no. like an urban fantasy. No. Okay. <laughs> Buckle up, girl. Okay. <laughs> we'll see. Um, I feel like you might agree with this. Uh, tomorrow, tomorrow, and tomorrow. Oh yeah, I got real seven. No, couldn't. Still don't. To this day, still don't understand why people like this book. I yeah. <clears throat> it was just Mm-mm. there wasn't a lot going on and the characters were all shitty and they Insufferable. all and they all stayed that way the entirety of the book we learned nothing and there was like a low-key abusive relationship in there that wasn't addressed really at all mm-hmm. um there was a shooting yeah that, that just they <clears throat> threw in there no fucking warning on that yeah it just was weird it yeah and i Mm. really don't get what people get from this book i I don't either and if i see people on tiktok now where they're like one of my favorite books 2023 was this i i skip them now i'm like nope we can't there's only one that i think i've stuck with Mm -hmm. because most of her other recommendations i really enjoy but i don't get it i don't i truly don't understand what people see in that book and i've had a couple people who have liked this book explain to me why they like it and i'm still like i don't see like it's like a minor thing like this one person was telling me she was telling me that um she liked knowing more about like video games and how they're produced and how whatever and i'm like Yes. However, everything else in the book was like all the characters bad. Yeah. Everything else was bad. Like if I, I and like if you wanted to learn more about like video games, like like I feel like we could get that elsewhere. Yeah, because I liked that part too. But I didn't even like that part. I thought that part was fucking boring too. I liked it, but I was but the rest of it was like yeah that that ruins it. Like mm. you, like. Bleh. I just thought it was all around boring. The characters sucked and yeah, the whatever. characters were fucking awful. God. Anyways, what um, was the girl's name Sally? Or whatever Sally. Sandy. 
I don't think girl? it was either. Was it Sally? Oh, was it Sally? S. I don't know, but I fucking hated her. <laughs> yeah, I don't. God, I, I hated that tried character. To, tried to forget all of them. <laughs> She's like on level of umbrage with me. Where I was like, oh my god, <laughs> unbearable. And then my last one, which is going to be a very, very hot take. Um, you already know, probably. Oh, um, I do. I'm gonna say it and you're gonna be like, oh yeah. Um Divine Rivals by Rebecca Ross. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh. Have we talked about this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't um, know it was gonna re it was gonna hit this major level. disappointment for Whoa. me. <laughs> 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 and I th- I think it's because um it's well liked, like you know, of the masses. And because I like you and Gary really like this book, I was like, Oh uh-huh. my God, like everyone that it's gotta be, this has got to hit. Mm. And I could not, um, I DNF'd it after 80%. And I, and you and I have kind of talked about this and mm-hmm. we can talk about it now, but like, I was expecting kind of like a fantasy, like romance adventure situation. And you have very eloquently said that like, it's kind of miss, um, it's misbuild, misbuild where mm-hmm. it's really not that it's like, I think you've called it like more of like a fantastical retelling of world war two, world war one, excuse me, world war one. Yeah. <clears throat> and I get that sort of, but I just like, for it to like claim to be fantasy, like there wasn't really to me a whole lot of fantasy going on besides the like monsters kind of. And I just, I didn't like the lore. I thought the lore was incredibly boring. Mm. Like the two gods who just like didn't get along basically. <laughs> it was like, that's uninteresting. Yeah. Um, and I thought all the romance was super cheesy and predictable. Like yes. at every point I was like, well, of course they're going to, of course it's going to, of course it's going to be like this, which mm-hmm. I know that some people are like, that's not a problem for them, but I, I didn't like that. And I also really didn't like that at a certain point, the two characters like kiss and then they're like, we should get married, obviously. Yeah. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like you just found out <laughs> That you were the ones writing these letters to each other, and then you make out once, and then you're like, well, let's just tie the knot. And I know that you said it's like, because it's a retelling of World War One. that's just kind of like how it was. Yeah, it felt very like, <clears throat> it, it very much reminded me of other books I've read at that time where like, you didn't really get to have romantic relationships or physical relationships yeah. with people. So like, once you kissed and you were like in that infatuated stage, you were like, yeah, let's just do it. Let's get married. Right. Have uh, kids. Yeah. Let's just do it. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, because all of your criticisms are very valid. Like, every single one of them you mentioned, I'm like, yep, yep, yep. But I'm like, I just, I don't know what it was. It yeah. hit. It hit for me. And, it and I don't know why. Well, it could have, and it, part of it, too, is I also, um, I audiobooked this one. So oh. I'm wondering if, like, I didn't care for the way it was told via audiobook, although I wasn't, like, I was mm. never, like, annoyed at the um, voice actors or anything like that. It was never, to mm. me, an issue about that. I just... I just couldn't do it. I get, um, I get it. I think for 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 expecting a fantasy, and you know, I'm gonna, I'm going to compare like everything to Akatar. It just felt like it felt like an old timey romance with like a whisper of really bad fantasy mm. um, that was like predictable. And I don't, yeah, I don't know. It, it was, it was like I felt like it was more cute and cozy, which was not what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. I see why people like it. I don't think it was for me. Totally. But I, I truly think all yeah. of your comments on it are, as I said, very valid. Yeah. I don't know why. But like, did you, wait, did you, who was it? You or Gary, <laughs> excuse me, read, read the second one. Gary read it. I bought it. Gotcha. 
I got it for Christmas. Hell and yeah. So I'm very excited. I think she rated it. I think she just rated it recently on Goodreads. I think she rated it pretty highly. Yeah, I think it's she did rate it really high. Did you hear the the snafu with the that book? No. Though what? So I so long story but i went to target with my dad mm-hmm. um for christmas um for with him he does like every year at the day after christmas we like go out together and like kind of go shopping and stuff Cute. um so we went to target and i as we were walking to the checkout i saw that book and i was like holy shit i didn't realize that that book had come out i yeah. thought it came out in like january and i was like holy shit and i grabbed it immediately and it was 20 percent off and yeah. i was like this is fucking incredible wow and so i went home and i like showed brianna and i was like brie look what i got and she's like She's like, did you realize you were not supposed to like technically have that book? Oh? They the publisher sent it uh-huh. to Target's, and apparently the like the way it was written or something was very confusing. And oh. Target employees across the country <gasps> put it out. Oh no! Before it was supposed to go out, Oops. and so like people are getting it and buying it, and they're like, oh my god, I got a copy, and it's like <laughs> it was way before. But then the publishers in target were like well, we're not gonna make the people like take Give it, it off back. the shelves yeah so if you yeah. went to target you got it, you got it early that's so funny which i thought that was hilarious that people were just like okay i guess i'll just put it out now <laughs> right they're like i guess if target's gonna yeah. yeah interesting didn't know that yeah me neither huh. but i got a brand new hardcover for 20 percent off dude that which is fucking dope. That is a steal. And I'm so excited to read it because it was, I liked it. Yes. And if Gary <laughs> liked it, you'll probably also like it. Cause yeah. And I think like- I just like this author's writing style. Gotcha. Like, cause yeah, everything felt convenient and kind of like, Ooh, but I just mm-hmm. was like, ah, yeah. And that's, yeah. Yes. And if that's a, the kind of book that you want to read, just like sweet and like, l- I would say like fairly low stakes. Oh, so low stakes. Like I mean, I until mean, the end. The end oh, got really? like yeah. Oh, the end was oh. like when the end hit, I cried. Oh, okay. <laughs> I cried. Well, surprising. <laughs> <laughs> what Tina cried? No way. <laughs> but I can see why people like it. So you yeah, know, no Tina shade. But those are my disappointing books. Do we? Uh, we want to talk about some like goals that we might have for 2024 in terms of like books and stuff. Yeah, totally. Let's do it. What are your goals for 2024? Um, so I have two. My two goals are one is to listen to more nonfiction this year. I started doing it towards the end of last year. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just really liked that. I enjoyed the learning aspect and it gave me something to do when I was like doing yard work or cleaning the house. Um, so I would like to make that a priority, like keep up with that, keep getting mm-hmm. books from Libby and listening to them and nice. doing the learning. I've got one called uh, right now called Jesus and John Wayne. And it's about how um, evangelical Christians, like white evangelical Christians kidnapped a religion and like a whole political movement. Oh, damn. That's deep. Which yeah. I was like, that sounds fucking great. Yeah. Um, and also the title Jesus and John Wayne. It's, like, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, so I would like to continue to do more of that. And then my second goal, which is a really big one um. And I feel like this is kind of major is Mm -hmm. I have, I cannot buy any more books. (gasps) The only things I am allowed to read are that are currently on my TBR cart in my office Mm -hmm. or if I can get it off of Libby. That's it. That, that, that is a goal because girl... Do we like to shop for books? I love to shop for and like, books. And like we, all, like, we all do. Like, we all have a problem. Like, mm-hmm. if you're listening to this podcast, you too also you- <laughs> probably have a problem with buying books. So, like, we get it. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's a, that's a good goal. Yeah. I am proud of you. Thank you. 
I have over the last few years have been trying to reduce my consumerism in book buying Mm because I was starting to be like, wow, I buy a lot of the like it just started to feel a little kind of like. I don't know what it, I still can't pin it up my feelings on it because mm-hmm. I do love buying books. I love bookstores. I mm-hmm. think bookstores should be open and right. people should be going and getting them. But it just was starting to feel to me like not something I wanted to necessarily keep at the mm-hmm. level that it was. Yeah. Um, and then this year I'm wanting to reduce my consumerism like broadly. Like Whoa. I want, okay. I don't, I don't want to do so much of it or be Uh a part so much of that anymore um, and change the way that I go to places and what places I shop at and stuff. But I was like, I just can't. My TBR cart is getting insane. And that, and yeah, and I, that's, I think a common issue is that because we're all like, ooh, books and we buy books and then we're like, I have like 20 books I haven't read that are just sitting on my shelf. They just sit there. And I'm like, I wanted to read all of these. And now I've had a couple of them for like years. I was like, Mm -hmm. I really wanted to read it and I haven't. So, no new books wow, okay. except for Libby or it's on the cart and that's it. Or okay. like, of course, for this, for the podcast, podcast yeah. I will do, but right. But not, not in any excess of that. Nope. Good for you. That's a hard <laughs> one. And like, I feel, <laughs> I feel like for me, cause I generally try to not buy books when I, when I can get away with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I like when I do buy books that I end up not liking, mm-hmm. it like makes me mad. Like I get mad about it. Yeah. Cause I like, spent money when I could have got this from the library or whatever. And so mm-hmm. for me, I tr- like I try to only buy books if either I've already read it and I know I really like it and I would like read it again. Yeah. Or if I'm like really excited for it where I'm like, I think I'm going to like this one. Like mm-hmm. I've like read um, some like reviews about it and like, it just sounds really interesting. Like, yeah. it, but it's, which I know it's hard to do because like all totally. the books are pretty and all the books sound interesting. Totally. But I like, it's so it's hard to limit yourself, mm-hmm. but, but yeah, those are mm-hmm. my two main goals. Sick. What are yours? Um, well, I like to keep my goals pretty simple. So <laughs> like last year, uh, in terms of like how many uh-huh. I want to read last year, my goal was 13 and I read 27. Hell yeah. I love to set the bar low because I want to blow my expectations <laughs> out of the water. But that's so awesome. I'm so, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. And I, um, I feel like, of course, like books are a very big part of my life and I, love it and I enjoy it. Um, I don't want to feel stressed by my <laughs> goals around books because I, I did that one year where I was like, I'm going to read like 25 books and it was not a year that I had time to do that. And so I didn't meet it and it like really stressed me out. Yeah, totally. And so for me, I find it easier if I set like a goal low and then I just know I'm going to exceed. It. I'm like, ooh, how much am I going to exceed by? So yeah. in terms of this year, I pretty much have the same goal. I don't know why I said 13 last year. It's an odd number. So um, this year, my goal is 12 books. I feel like that makes more sense, like one per <laughs> month, you know? Yeah. Knowing that I will most likely um, do more than that. And this isn't really like a goal, but it's mm-hmm. more like out of necessity almost. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be doing a lot more audiobooks this year. Ooh. Um, the okay. reason being, I am not going to have as much time to read this year. I am putting a lot of my free time and efforts like elsewhere for other goals that I have. And yeah. so in order for me to kind of like make up that lost time, I'm going to do some more audiobooks. Nice. And, um, 
currently my drive to and from work every day is like an hour and a half. So I have like a solid oh my gosh, hour yeah. and a half of audiobooks that I can do. And I'm like, that. I feel like that's perfect. That is perfect. So not a goal, but like a um, something new I'm trying, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't really do audiobooks. So. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great goal. Thank you. Thank you. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Um, <laughs> should we talk about what we're going to be doing next on the pod before we do fuck yes and fuck yous? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I kind of think we have this year, not like cut out for us, but like maybe like almost fully planned. I, yes. Based on what we want to read. Um, so we're going back to Sarah J. Massland and we're going to uh, read the Crescent City series. Mm-hmm. Um, and the third book is coming out early this year. This month. Oh, is it this month? Mm-hmm. Okay. January 30th. So we're going to be reading all three and probably because the books are so dang long, like it's probably, they're probably all going to end up being like three parters. Yes. They're chunky. We're not yeah. doing what we did with oh, Akatar. Hell no. <laughs> that is hard as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So we're going to get through the Crescent City series and I don't know, like, we haven't really talked this this far out, if we'll take a break in between or not, but I kind of think that because Sarah J. Mass sort of has a hold on everybody um, in a whole, like, universe-ish, yes. um, that uh-huh. we will be at some point doing Throne of Glass. Yes, and I, I don't, think so. Yeah, and I don't know that there'll be something in between, who's to say, but either way, it's a Sarah J. Mass year, because this is going to take a while to get through these books. Yeah, and we enjoyed so much doing... Akatar, like when we first read Akatar together talking about it, and then doing at least from my perspective and I think you felt the same way but doing Akatar on this felt yeah. so much fun like yeah I felt like I got so much more out of it oh yeah the second time reading it like this with you yes um and so that's why we were like okay there's so many other series and this is something that Chandler and I really love deeply love deeply love it's you know something that like got us like that it's basically started this podcast for us yeah and so we were like you know what we had so much fun we love breaking down these books together why not continue to do that especially because we know that the new crescent city book is coming out yeah and that everyone's going to be reading it so we'll be a little bit late to that party because we have to read the other two sort of first and it'll take us a while to get through those two but we want to like enjoy those books with you guys totally um and hear if you guys have any strong opinions about them so that's kind of our reason for jumping back into sarah j mass land yeah so <laughs> We're not becoming a, an only Sarah J. Mass like podcast, Are you but sure, <laughs> I wouldn't. Be it definitely mad. feels like that. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't be but mad about it. It's definitely something that for Chandler and I, we both really, really love, and we enjoy doing it on this podcast together and with you all. So I think, I, at least, I'm really looking forward to it, and I am Heck so yeah. excited to hear what you think about Crescent City. I know because so Tia's already read Crescent City before. Mm-hmm. I like tried reading it and couldn't get through, so I got to force my way through. <laughs> so it'll be funny for you to come at it with a perspective of already reading, re- reading it. She's reading it before, mm-hmm. and me reading it for the first time. <laughs> Grammar. <laughs> okay, so should we do fuck yes and fuck yous? Yeah, first of the year. Oh yeah, first of the year. Um, why don't you go first for your fuck you? Um, so 
yesterday I was thinking and I was like, oh my gosh, I don't think I have a fuck you. Ooh. And then today and then happened. <laughs> and I was like, no, <laughs> I'm too early. <laughs> got one. And it's, it's super simple and stupid, but it is a fuck you to this headache that I have had for three days and my fucking period for being stupid and annoying. I'm sorry. But the, that naproxen I, helped like a oh, bit. Oh, good. Like, wow. Good. Yes. Naproxen. So good. Yeah. Love Woo. it. Um, um, definitely. Um, you hyping up naproxen <laughs> for anybody. It hits pretty good. It felt real I nice. mean, I gave you a high five because T and I have synced up menstrually. <laughs> yeah. So maybe that made it a little tiny bit better. But yeah. So fuck you periods and fuck you headaches. You're dumb and I hate you. And go read that in the flow book by uh, Alisa, Alyssa uh, VD to go learn more about your menstrual cycle. Yeah. That shit is good. <laughs> What's your fuck you? Um, my fuck you is uh, the audacity of men. And let me explain to you. Go off. Go off. Okay, so off, I do off, this like off. Saturday morning futsal class with um, for, it's for women and non-binary. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Love it. Group of wonderful women, non-binary community. We all play. It's great. Love yeah. it. Um, at the end, we do a scrimmage. <clears throat> So we're all scrimmaging. So we're all on the court and like playing. Play is happening. Uh, I'm uh, off the court because uh, my team's not playing. And so I'm just watching the scrimmage happen, you know, full blown. Like every, like women are running and sweating and doing all their stuff. Yeah. This guy, like tall, mm-hmm. imposing man, walks into the middle of the court. Doesn't even like go around. He walks straight through the court, waving his hand on the in the air, yelling, nope, nope, you're done. You're done. Just, and we were all just like, is he talking to us like what is going on and so one of our coaches is like i'm sorry like what like what's going on what are you doing yeah and he was like nope uh we have a game at 9 30 and he's talking about for his like seven-year-old son by the way um and it was 9 20 and and so our coach was like yeah but we have the court until 9 30 and he's like well i have a game at 9 30 and i'm like okay we have a we we literally all these my women favorite are, colors blue right like what the fuck are we doing like the women here have paid for this facility until 9 30 like i understand that it's frustrating that you can't get on the court until game time like i do aren't know. there other courts that he can go fuck on pretty much yeah yeah, yeah. It, it, anyways and so it was just like we were all just like the audacity of a single man to come into a group of like 30 women non-binary people who are minding their own business not doing anything wrong to come in not even go around and like ask not even to be like hey i just want to clarify like what time you'll be off he just walks straight into the court yells at everybody and is like nope you're done yeah, nope 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 like he owns the place and i was my the two coaches that were there they were like oh we're gonna be reporting this and i was like pop off women like yes anyway so that was my fuck you to just like the like who gave who gave you the like self-confidence that you could just you you know what i mean like yeah seriously yes (laughs) i don't under like i could never that's fucking gross it was weird it was so weird so weird and fucking gross <laughs> anyways so uh, i'm not like a man hater i don't hate like i'm not like all men suck but like the audacity of that particular man was not it there is a yeah like there is a group and a type of man like we all fucking know them we've yeah. all had to deal with them but that's fucking psychotic to me yeah seriously it, what gives you the fucking audacity to act like that yeah. are you a 
Are you a child? Nope, nope, nope. Go yeah. take it up with the fucking center. If yeah. you've got a problem that the fact Literally. that you've got bumper to bumper things, right. go talk to the fucking place. Do not walk onto somebody's fucking field. Yeah. In the middle, just while people are like running and around playing. And then act like adult women are yeah. children yeah. and be like, you're done. Fuck you. It was crazy. You're done. I'm going to take you out. <laughs> I can already tell your, your fight and flight response is activated because that was me. Oh, I was I'm like, so heated I was like, right now. Ugh. Like I'm gonna, and I, you know, I was like, I gotta calm down. Like this I'm is not- so heated, yeah. and I'm so mad that someone would do that to like. Also, the fact that like my friend was there and he was mean <laughs> to my friend, yeah. and that like I don't know. And it's just like, mm. and it's silly because it's like this most wonderful space that we all yes. have to like be non-judgmental like if you are in the like soccer futsal whatever world like you know that there are certain players generally male players who are just like not you want to be around um Mm -hmm. kind of toxic and so like having that space for women and non-binary is so precious and for someone just to come in and i just anyways so yeah that makes me we're so gonna mad. like dust him under the rug and forget him and hope he has the worst year ever jk i, I hope his socks are permanently karma. wet <laughs> like all the time he can't figure it out yeah. he's just why are my socks constantly wet he's just a sweaty man yeah i hope his socks are wet and i hope you have an itch on your nose that you can never fucking get <laughs> <laughs> anyways um let's do fuck yes tia what is yeah. your fuck yeah um so I shouldn't preface this because I think women do this all the time, but I'm going to preface it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to sound like I'm tooting my own horn too toot? much. No. Oh, I know what you're going to say, but toot that horn, girl. Um, But I, I know it's only been like a week into 2024, but I've had the, I don't know. I just, yesterday I was like, I, there's so many reasons. My fuck yeah has so many things, but I was like, I just, I can't, one, I can't believe that this is my life. Mm that that's so sweet when i was little like i could really truly never imagine like the type of friends that i have the type of community that i have like our friend gary was like like when you were like do you want to hang out on sunday and it was like do you want to go thrifting and like maybe go to lunch (laughs) and like i don't know maybe do this together and i was like holy shit perfection (laughs) like friendship perfection yeah and just like the fact that i get to live that and that like i love my house and robert and i got like these like we now have aesthetic like mood lighting in our living room oh he told me about that and it's so so beautiful that yeah And, and like that the fact that I get to like that Robert's my partner and that I get to love someone like him and that we have these two adorable cats and then I get to live in this house and I get to have these friends and I get to be alive with these people. Oh my God. It's so sweet. It just was like fuck yeah to that. And I yeah. also have not been, this is the first year I think in like decades that I have not had like severe seasonal depression. Wow. And like, I am like, this is incredible. You're like, is this what other people's lives are like? And I was like, is this what living without Whoa. depression is like? It's Whoa. just being like, yeah, I like, wow, here I am. Yeah. Neat. Like, I'm so which happy is for incredible you. for me. And then for this, yes, I do want to toot my own horn on this yes, because please, like I have worked off. very, very yes, hard. Say but it. I got waiting. a promotion. <laughs> I'm now a supervisor. Yay! And, and you have worked so hard, and we've all been waiting for it. I'm so so, and I got the job without an interview. That's insane. I mean, it's not really because like you work so hard and you're so good at your job that it doesn't like that. That makes sense, but it's like I'm so glad you're being recognized in that way. You know what Thank I mean? You. Where they're like, you know what? We don't even have to interview her because she's it. Like she's the one. And they, and, it just. 
she called me so my boss called me and she was like hi tia and i was like hi and she was like i would like to offer you the position and i went what (laughs) and she went what and i went what and she went what and i went what and she goes you did apply right it's like yeah no i did and she goes okay do you want it you have it and then i went i still can't believe i said this to her i went are you pulling my leg and she goes why would I prank you? Oh, She's like, why would I do that? Oh and I was like, God. I don't know. And I was like, like but, I, but I didn't have an interview. And like, is this, is this like truly real? Yeah. And she was like, yes. Oh, it is truly real. And you can get it. And oh like, my she's gosh. like, you, and then, um, this, uh, woman that I work with her and I started grad school together. We were roommates for a, a time. Mm-hmm. Um, we got, we started, she like helped me get into BPA and she got the like sister position. <gasps> Good for her. And, I'm so fucking proud of her. It Aww. like just women being excited for other women is like what like fucking crack. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just so fucking proud of her and Aww. watching her and her journey and like knowing yeah. where we both started and knowing where yeah. just and like watching yeah. her fucking kill it. Yeah. And then I get to be like next to her and Aww. be like, look, yeah, just congratulations. I'm so I'm so no, seriously, seriously. Congratulations. That's a thank big you. deal. Thank and you, we've you. all been waiting for it and you deserve it. And I'm so proud of you. Thank you. So that's so my fuck. Yeah. I'm really, things are, things are looking up. <laughs> <laughs> things are looking up. We're starting out 2024. <laughs> strong. Dude, dude, strong, strong start. Strong start. Like, let's keep it on the roll. <laughs> let's go. Absolutely. <laughs> all right. So what's your fuck? Yeah? I mean, I should have gone first, I think, because you just blew, like, I can't even follow that anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um my fuck yeah is like d- basically directly related to my fuck you and my fuck yeah is just this like like women's non-binary like futsal class that i've joined it is just like such a good community of people of from like all levels of play and our coaches are just like so kind and helpful and it's like they'll teach us something and then they're like i want to see you try it like i don't care if you mess up wow. like i like i just want like i want you to grow like just try it and that's so it's awesome very supportive it's i it's just, it's so, so good. And a lot of these women <clears throat> and people, um, so you, it's, a, it's a class that you pay for, right? And we, uh-huh. so you pay for like however many sessions, like eight sessions, right? Yeah. And some of these people are like, oh yeah, I just like, this is what I do. Like, it's not that like, like they end at eight sessions. They they continue to like keep they paying. Just pay they just pay to keep going. To come. It's like, this is what I do on Saturday mornings. I come hang out with like these women and we just like have a great time. And I'm like, oh my God. Because I did, I did half of the last session because I was like waitlisted in. Um, so that session ended and I just started this new session. I'm like, is this like essentially going to be like my gym membership? Is this what I get to do on Saturdays for like the rest of my life is like hang out with these fucking cool people and women and just incredible feel supported and feel like I'm growing and like exercising and like, I don't know. It's just, it's bringing me so much dopamine and serotonin that I, I I come home and I'm just like in the best mood. Aaron's like, wow, like (laughs) you're feeling good today. I'm like, yeah, I have just the girls of my class are so nice. And that's I know. it's women and non-binary supporting women and non-binary is, is crack. Yeah. It's the <laughs> best. Yes. And if and when your foot is feeling better and you want to come. That sounds like, incredible. It is top tier. It is so good. It's I so cool. Love that idea. Okay. Well, we'll get you, we'll get you started if you want to do it. Okay. okay. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. Thank you. That's and having coaches that are like support you in an environment to grow mm-hmm. and that like just do it like yeah don't let that stupid part of your brain keep you from doing it right. in front of other people right like we're yeah. all here mm-hmm. it's all love it's all right. good right. just fucking 
do it like right. you want to go for it yeah and there's no there's like no negativity like you can mess up and they're like oh my god like like great job like you were almost there like yeah. you did, like this part of this move correctly you just gotta like shift this part of your foot for this thing and it's uh, it's just so good it's so there was a class like that at PSU there was a women's <clears throat> only women and non-binary mm-hmm. um weightlifting class Ooh. where they would literally like shut the shades yeah. so people couldn't see in it's just you're so it's incredible right just like watching women and non-binary people like work together and like cheer you on and Mm -hmm. if you're like literally rocking with five pound dumbbells it's like girl like like you get that i was there i was there yeah and you're doing so less than five pounds like get get it (laughs) get it get it get it but like it was incredible and like everyone was so supportive and it was just like yeah it's i'm I'm so happy you have that thank you i'm just telling like like women are the best like like, I don't even know. Like, it doesn't even need to be said. But, like, fuck yes. yeah. Women are the best. Yeah. Fuck yeah to women. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think I think that's all we... That's a wrap. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. And so our next episode, we are going to be starting Crescent City. Part one. Along for the ride for my first sort of read-through. And Tia gets to watch me stumble through it. Hop and in. Yeah. I think it's going to be good. It's going to be real fun. Um, It's going to be a three-parter. Uh, we'll put the page breakdown in our description of the episodes. And yeah. I think that's I think that's it, right? Let's do it. Sick. Okay. Well, we'll see you guys for Crescent City. Yay. And don't forget to do something. Grab a bookmark, I suppose. And watch the shit. Also, happy new year. <laughs> Bye. Bye.